of testing and tempting. Tuesday, September 27, 2022. Of course, Jesus is just testing Philip. He already knows what he's going to do. John 6, 6. The throngs are arriving by the hundreds, and then by the thousands. Men, women, and even children. Apparently, there were no truancy laws in those days. Jesus' disciples are outside their comfort zone. They have left Galilee over the Sea of Tiberias to the region of the Decapolis. The people of this area are anything but devout Jews. They are more a product of the Greco-Roman culture. They may have been religious, but not particularly in the Jewish tradition, although there were many Jews that lived in this area. They were religious, but only so much. This was a new experience for the disciples. The scripture describes a large and increasing throng coming out of the surrounding hamlets. How they heard about Jesus arriving in their land, the narrative does not specify. All that we know is that what seems a time to get away from the constant pressure from Jesus' detractors is meant to be a time of leisure. The scripture says they climbed a mountain. I sense it was to spend some quiet time with the first five disciples. But this was not to be. The crowd is growing by the hundreds. Where did they come from? We do not really know. How did they find out Jesus was there? We do not know that either. How they even knew about Jesus' arrival? This we do know since it seems that the news of Jesus' signs spread like wildfire. A combination of the miracles of Jesus during the recent Jewish feast and even the news from their brief time in Galilee must have reached this area. There seems to be an interest to know who this prophet is. Once the word gets out that Jesus is in their territory, it is just a matter of time. The story takes a sudden twist. The narrative says that Jesus lifted up his eyes. I pondered on that for a moment. I cannot imagine that he lifted his eyes in exasperation, since that is not in the heart of Jesus. I sense he was looking up to his father, maybe whispering a simple thank you to his Abba. He knew something special was about to happen, and so it did. Why he chose Philip to be on the receiving side of his odd query, we don't know. Hey Philip, where do you think we can muster up some resources to feed this crowd? There is no mention of preaching, no message has been given. I would have thought it was a great opportunity to share the kingdom of heaven with these people unversed in the message of Jesus. His question comes out of the blue. The beauty of this development is that Jesus already knows what he's going to do. His question to Philip is only a test. He is assessing how his new disciple will respond to his question. Philip can only reply with a financial reality. The wages of 200 workers cannot provide a smidgen of bread for every person here present. I think God does test us occasionally. Being tested by God is not the same as being tempted by God. God does not tempt. Read James chapter 1. Being tempted implies the intent to trip up and cause a person to fall into a trap for the sake of bringing about a moral fall. Testing is intended to evaluate the metal of character under pressure. Tempting is morally devious. Testing is character building. I am not quite sure if Philip, or even Andrew, who brought the child with a meager basket of two fish and five loaves, apparently his lunch, passed the test or not. We do know the disciples were tested. His glance into the heavens is enough to bring about a miracle, and he already knows what he's going to do. The small group of disciples get a lesson in faith. Thousands of people get a free brunch, and the day 
is just beginning. Abba, I want to be tested by you. I want to know that you are working on me, testing me to become the best disciple I can be. In Jesus' name, amen.